Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOpen.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about loving yourself deeply and completely and being perfectly at ease with who you are and where you are on this journey. You know, I know I've done podcasts in the past about loving yourself, but this is a message that keeps coming up all the time. And there's no coincidence to me why it comes up. It's because it's the thing that we all still struggle with on a daily basis. Even me. We struggle with self-worth and with being okay with not having it all completely together. So many of us are trying to be so strong. Maybe we're single parents. Maybe we are just starting out in life and we're trying to put our lives together. And we have a lot of people who depend upon us. And so it makes it really difficult because we feel the pressure that we have to have it all together somehow. And the truth is... I don't know anyone who has it all together. Even people who look like they have it all together really don't. They know what they're doing and they know where they're headed, but it doesn't mean that they're completely there yet. We all are on this journey of life. And what that means is we're all in different places, yet we tend to compare our lives to the person next to us. And I remember even in school, I used to do that. The teacher would hand back a project or a test. And I always found myself looking over my shoulder to see what the person next to me got. And I would compare myself compared to that person. You know, if it was a really smart girl, I'd be like, oh my gosh, she got this score and I got this. So I did pretty well. I must be pretty smart because she's smart. When honestly... I don't know, maybe that was the worst score she ever got on a test. Who knows? The point is that we learn at an early age to start comparing ourselves to others. And we start feeling this, I have to be here. I have to be this. I have to be that. And the universe is saying, no, you don't. You're not on that person's journey. You're on your own journey. And even within our own journey, we sometimes feel like I have to have it together. I have to be this far at this time. And the universe says, no, you don't. Time is an illusion. Time is something that we have created here on earth. We even change time so that it gets, we have more daylight hours. It gets earlier, lighter earlier. Sorry, I'm having a trouble getting my words out tonight. It gets lighter earlier. And it's just crazy because in the universe, that's not a thing. Time doesn't exist. So for us to just say, I have to be here at this point in my life, the universe just like, no, no, there's no time limit. There's no due date. There's no expiration date. It's like, I would always get so frustrated because whenever, um, Whenever I would buy milk, my brother would see the sold by date, you know, must sell by 
and let's say it would say like so by September the 19th and he'd look at the date and he's like oh it's September 19th and he'd pour out the entire container of milk and I was like well did you smell it no did you look at it did you taste it no I was like it wasn't expired they just can't sell it it's not like it expires on that date and I kind of started laughing but I was also frustrated because I was like you know you just wasted a bunch of milk that's not cheap because it had an expiration date and that doesn't mean that it expires on that date well just like us we don't have expiration dates it's not like if we didn't get where we thought we should be at a certain point I mean, how many times does society make us feel pressured to find our soulmates, to find our dream job, to buy a house, to have kids? I mean, we're all pressured from every angle to have all of our ducks in a row, to have our soulmate and get married and to have kids and to have a house and to have our dream career. We're supposed to have it all by the time, what, we're like 30? Give me a break. Whatever. I don't know anyone. I mean... Yeah, I guess there's people who accomplish that. But I got to tell you, a lot of the people who accomplish that end up being very unhappy because they've chosen the wrong person or they chose the wrong career, whatever, because they felt like they were in such a rush to do all of the things, to check all of the boxes off of their list that they rushed and they made mistakes. You know, you know, people who are like, oh, I better get married because this might be my last chance. And they pick the first person that comes along, the first person who offers because they just don't want to be, you know, I know at least at my age, you know, you didn't want to be an old maid. There was even a card game called old maid. You didn't want to be that. You know what? I would rather be by myself and alone and happy than miserable with someone else or with someone who made me feel alone. That's like the worst feeling in the world is having someone who makes you feel alone. So it's better to take your time and to find the right one rather than to rush and then you suddenly realize, oh my gosh, I married the wrong person. I mean, I realized that as I was walking down the aisle, do you think that I did anything about it? No. So it ended up being a messy situation, but I knew even as I was getting married that I should not be getting married. And that was me not speaking my truth, but it was also that whole, if you don't get married, you're never going to find anyone, which is ridiculous. It's so stupid. And it's no wonder people end up with messed up lives because they listen to all of these conditions that we placed All these time limits, all of these, you better do this by this date. It's all BS. There is nothing that says you have to have had something accomplished by a certain date. There are 90-year-olds who go back to school and get their high school diploma after the fact. And I'm not saying drop out of school. I'm just saying don't feel bad. If your life veered off a little bit, or if you don't feel like you were where you were supposed to be, I'm like the queen of veering off in the wrong direction. I have absolutely no sense of direction. In fact, my friend and I, we took a road trip and we laughed and laughed and laughed the whole time about how bad my sense of direction was. I drove because I asked her to come with me and we had Google Maps and we're trying to get around Cincinnati and... I kept missing a turn here and there and she just looked at me and she's like, 
does your GPS have that blue line? I'm like, what? She goes, the blue line, it tells you where you're going. I'm like, I didn't even pay attention to that. I didn't even know that was there. And we both just lost it. She's like, how do you get anywhere? The blue line tells you where to turn. And I said, oh, I just always looked at the directions. And I was like, wow, that's really helpful to know that, you know, you're going to turn. And, and, and I mean, this wasn't even really that long ago. It was a couple of years ago. But that's how bad it was that I didn't even know how to use GPS correctly. And we just cracked up laughing about that. We were just driving around in circles. And she was just like, wow, you have no sense of direction. And I said, I know. I get that from my dad. He says he has the same, you know, he can't get anywhere either. Um, and then, then I finally learned you can turn on this, the voice and the voice will talk to you. Well, mine wasn't talking to me. Apparently I had some setting wrong. Of course, go figure, right? So we had a good laugh about that. But the truth is I'm used to in my life taking a detour and I've just gotten to the point that now it doesn't bother me. When I was younger, I remember I had this job in the city where I would have to like drive all over the place. And if I would get lost, I would panic. I would freak out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so lost. And I would be scared and make things way worse than they were. Basically, I could usually turn one street down and just get back to where I was. But I was so frazzled and frustrated that I couldn't even think clearly enough to do that. You know, as stupid as that sounds. I would make things 20 times worse for myself because I just panicked. And when your brain, when you start getting in that fight or flight mode, which is what it is, it's like a defense mechanism. And when you start going into that defensive mode, you can't think clearly and logically. And that's why like a lot of students who uh, have experienced trauma, they don't know how to solve their problems logically. They don't know how to react in a logical way because they're so used to always being in that trauma response that they don't know how to react any other way. And that's why I think teachers need a lot of training to work with students with trauma because the way that you deal with a student who's been through trauma is so much different than you would a student who hasn't. And if you know the way that the brain works, that helps a lot. But teachers aren't trained that way. We're really not. We get like one special ed class and it's just a general overview and we don't know. And I think that that is something that we should definitely have training in. And just in general, it's good to know like when your brain starts to do this, here's how you get out of that. And I was talking to a colleague tonight and we were talking about how when students get in that mode, you have to distract them. And the reason you have to distract them is because your brain starts going into this fight or flight mode and gets very like, you know, illogical things start happening. And in order to get them to stop, you have to distract the brain because you're basically interrupting the flow, what was happening inside the brain, you're interrupting it and you're rerouting the and of course, I'm not using the technical terms, but you're rerouting all of the the neurons and things, all of the things that are firing, you're rerouting it to a different part of the brain because the part of the brain it's going to at that point is only capable of, you know, not capable of logical thought. It's all emotional. It goes to the part of the brain that controls the emotions. And so they, you can't think logically because all the actions in a different part of your brain. So... 
it's important to distract your brain, basically. And if there's anyone out there who is a neurosurgeon or something and you're listening and my description of this is causing you to want to cry, I'm sorry. I don't know the technical terms. I understand how it works. I'll need to to uh, brush up on my neurological jargon. But I'm just trying to get you to understand what's kind of going on in the brain when that happens. And same thing for us. When we get off course, and this is what would happen to me, I'd get off course and immediately my brain would start to panic and be like, oh my gosh, you're lost. And I would go into the highly emotional part of my brain. So I wasn't really thinking logically. And I needed to get back to that place where I could think logically. And in the same way, when you get off course in life, we tend to want to panic. We want to feel overly emotional, what really happens is fear takes over. It's really, it comes down to two emotions, love and fear. And really that's all there is because all of the other emotions are all based off of those two emotions. So all the happy, joy, whatever, that's the love-based feeling. The anxiety, the stress, the panic, that's all fear-based. So when we get off course, we start to go into that panic Sometimes you'd like to call it fight or flight mode where we're like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I'm off course and I've ruined my life and what's going to happen and, or I'm not where I should be. I mean, I've, I've had clients come to me and say, you know what? I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't sleep and I'm in like a cold sweat because this is not how I pictured my life. This isn't how I thought my life would be. I thought I would be much farther along in my life than I am right now. And I totally understand that because I have definitely experienced that myself. I remember right after I got divorced, I would wake up on the regular every night and panic and go, this can't be my life. Or think about all of the bad mistakes, bad decisions, bad choices I had made and having my kids there. And and I, I would think, oh my gosh, you know, this can't be my life. This is, what did I do? What have I done? I've messed up my life. You know, I'm not going to be able to ever find anyone again. I'm not going to have a job that I love. All of these things would go through my brain. You know, I'm never going to be independent again because look how much I've just, I've got $8,000 worth of credit card debt from my, you know, horrible ex-husband and I don't know what to do. I mean, I would just not know what to do. And what I found is when I tried to think of everything all at once, like the whole picture, it was overwhelming and I would panic and I would stress out and it wasn't good. But when I stopped doing that, when I stopped thinking about the whole picture and instead I just thought about what do I need to do for tomorrow? Or what do I need to do for this week? Just what am I focusing on for the week? What do I need to do? When you do that, that is so much better. As a teacher, I will tell you that I have to chunk things for my students. If I just came to my students and said, here's everything we're learning, do it all in one day, my kids would drop out and they'd probably like want to throw knives at me. They'd be so mad at me. They'd be like, what? You're overwhelming us. You're stressing us out. I don't do that. I do show them everything that we are going to be learning, but obviously they don't need to know it all at once. I'm just like, here's kind of a, here's where we're headed. You know, there's a broad picture of where we're headed. And for today, this is what we're doing. 
this is what you need to know for today. So by the end of today's lesson, can you do this? And if you can, great. If not, okay, well, you know, that's what we need to work on for tomorrow. So I'm not telling them, you have to know the entire German language by this afternoon. There's no way. I have to chunk it for them. I have to break it down. I have to make it simple. I have to let them know what's expected of them. And in the same way, you have to do that for yourself. Stop trying to think about where you're going to be in 20 years. That's just, don't know. It's like when I think about my career, when I think about that I can retire from teaching in 14 years, I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I want to just crawl up into a ball. Like that is so far away. That's so long. When I think about it like that, it's really, really scary and overwhelming and like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can make it. But then when I think about just one day at a time, I started doing that and then I realized, oh my gosh, you know what? I'm starting my 14th year of teaching. That seems crazy to me. It seems like this should be like year number three, but it's year number 14. How is that possible? Where did that time go? And where the time went was that I didn't spend my life going, I've got 14 more years. I didn't do that. What I do is I say, okay, this week's going to be great because I have this to look forward to. This is actually what I do. I think about all the things I have to look forward to in the week. I don't dwell on the things that I'm dreading or the things that I think are going to be difficult. I don't. I say, okay, well, this is really cool because I'm like, here's a true thing. This Saturday night, my whole family, not even just like my mom and my sister and my brother and, and my friends that you usually go out, but my kids too and my son's girlfriend even, we're all going to go to a dueling piano event. It's a fundraiser and I'm looking forward to this because I think it's going to be so much fun and I've gone to see dueling pianos before and they are awesome. It's always fun to do sing-alongs and they're going to do dancing and my kids are going to be there and that's going to make it even more fun. So for the whole week, I'm like, I'm just looking forward to that. I am looking forward to the fact that on Friday, we're doing a culture thing with my kids and they're going to love it and they're going to be excited about it. I'm looking forward to that. I focus on the things that I know are going to make me happy because what does Abraham's hex say? The teachings of Abraham, they say, don't focus on the bad thoughts. When a bad thought comes into your head, you can replace it. Focus on what you want to see more of in your life. So when you focus on the things that you want to see, you're calling more of that in. On the other hand, if you focus on, oh my gosh, I have to take a test on Saturday. I've got this test. Oh, I've got to do this test. And I'm stressing about this test. Does that sound like a fun emotion? It's not. And you going, I've got to take this test. I've got to take this test. It's not preparing you for the test. It's just stressing you. So instead, stop focusing on what isn't making you happy. Now, on the same token, yes, you do have to take a test. But instead, say, oh, I'm going to spend 15 minutes tonight. Again, don't do it all at once. Just take time here and there. And when you chunk it like that, it makes it manageable and it's so much better. I do that with workload too. Like when I'm cleaning around my house, I 
not going to take a whole day and scour through my house. That's not what I do because that's overwhelming to me. I don't like cleaning anyway, but I do it. So what I do is I just chunk it. I take it in sections. I'm like, okay, for 20 minutes, I'm going to go clean the bathroom. And then I'm going to go have a cup of coffee. And then I'm going to go and I'm going to clean my bedroom. And then I'm going to go do this. And then I'm going to go. And I kind of reward myself a little bit, like after each thing, like, oh, well, I cleaned the kitchen counter off. So now I'm going to watch a little bit of my favorite TV show. And then I'm going to go do something else. So it makes it, it breaks it up. It makes it not so overwhelming. It makes it manageable. And then also I'm thinking of awesome things in between because I'm breaking it up by doing something I like to do. So that's kind of rewarding to me. And that's what I do. And you can do that with any area of your life, you know, If you don't like working out, do a little bit of a workout and then go do something that's rewarding to yourself. Like, hey, I worked out today. I'm going to go buy myself a pretty eyeshadow color or whatever. I don't know. Or a new top. Because I know I'm going to look awesome in this because I'm actually taking care of myself. And it's going to be different for each person. But loving yourself and feeling worthy means that we treat ourselves well. So go treat yourself when you do. And and you don't have to say like, I have to earn this. That's not what I mean. But it's good to, when you do something nice for yourself, say, I deserve this. I'm taking a hot bath and I'm having a glass of red wine because I deserve this. Because I'm awesome. I was awesome today. I'm awesome every day. I'm so awesome. My friend texts me and says that. It makes me laugh, but it's true. We should be saying that about ourselves. Like, I am so awesome. I deserve this bath and this glass of red wine. I'm so awesome that I deserve this time I'm taking to sit outside and read a good book. And for those of you who live in warm weather, I'm jealous. You can still do that. For the rest of us, we would freeze if we stepped outside right now. But yesterday... Or no, it was the day before when the snow fell here. You know, I could have been like, oh my gosh, here it is. Here's winter. Oh, we have snow. But honestly, as the snow started falling, we were off school and I had the whole day off and I was sitting there drinking my coffee and I'm like, this is amazing because watching the snow fall was beautiful and it was big fat flakes and they were so pretty and I was just thinking that, you know, it's nice to be inside where it's warm, having my coffee, and then watching Mother Nature, how beautiful it is. And this is amazing. It's so peaceful. And then I turned on Christmas music because I, it was like, I just got inspired. Like, oh my gosh, it's almost Christmas. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Because then My daughter was talking about wanting to have, I always have Christmas Eve at my house and I have my family over and she said, we have to get matching pajamas. We are going to wear pajamas on Christmas Eve this year and we're all going to match. We're going to get onesies because she wore a onesie last year and we laughed and laughed, but honestly, it was great. She was comfortable the whole night. I mean, why not? We're at our own house. And my sister was like, yeah, we'll do it. We'll buy, I'll buy my kids pajamas. So like all the kids are going to be in matching onesies and it's going to be hilarious and I cannot wait. And we were talking about how we were going to bake and what we were going to bake. And for the first time in a really long time, 
instead of being stressed out about, oh my gosh, everyone's coming to my house for Christmas Eve, I've got to clean. I'm not doing that. I'm the, I'm instead thinking this is going to be so fun. This is going to be so much fun. And it is. And I'm going to enjoy this time. And so the universe just really wants you to enjoy life, not be stressed out about it or feel like you're inadequate or you're not worthy of things. That's not the way the universe wants you to live your life. So if you have thoughts that are coming to you that are stressing you out, the universe is saying, okay, acknowledge it and let it go. Don't focus on it. Don't dwell on it because when you focus on it, you are calling more of that in. But when you choose to be aligned with what makes you happy in life, you're calling more of that in. When we choose to get excited, and I know there are days you wake up and you're like, get excited. I don't even want to get out of bed today. And I get that. But you know what? There are a lot of things in your life to be excited about. Some people wish they had what you have. So no matter how bad you may think that you have it, there's still something to praise, something to be thankful for, something to bless in your life. And I know myself, I appreciate just the moments where I spend time with people or I talk to people and they make me laugh. I love that. And I really, really appreciate that. And I want to do more of that, more of talking to people and enjoying my life, taking time to do things that actually make me happy because I know that I am worthy and deserving of being happy. And you are worthy and deserving of being happy and you have to love yourself so much that you're not even going to allow yourself to feel bad because you know that it is all about feeling good and being happy. And you're going to do whatever you can to ensure that you're always in that space. It's very easy to get from a place of extreme negativity to positivity. It's called being aware of your thoughts. It's called stopping, taking a deep breath, and deciding that you're going to be happy. It's a choice. It's an absolute choice. I mean, you see people and the circumstances in their life, you think, how on earth could those people be happy? And they are because they choose to be. They choose to see the good in everything. And that is choosing love over fear. And we all have that choice and we all have the ability to choose that every single day. It's just a matter of making the decision that you're going to do it and paying attention to your thoughts and making sure that you are not dwelling on things that don't serve you. It doesn't serve your highest good to be miserable and stressed out. It doesn't. So make the choice not to allow things to rob you of your personal peace and your power and that you're going to be happy no matter what is happening around you. And I promise you, you're going to start to see miracles happen when you do that. Because you'll just be living your life, looking forward to the next awesome thing. And then all of a sudden, these things just show up for you. And you're like, what? What's this? And the universe says, well, now you're in alignment with those things you wanted. And before you weren't. So now we're bringing you all these really cool things. We're kind of like rewarding you for your 
great attitude. And now that you're in alignment with uh, all these things that are awesome, we're, we're sending them to you. You'll just start seeing things show up. And it seriously happens. When I talk to people about wanting to manifest, you've got to get into the feeling of gratitude and that you already have it. Like, I'm so happy this already happened. It's mine. I'm claiming it and I love it. I'm so thankful. When you start really feeling that, that's when things start showing up. And you have to love yourself and know that you deserve everything. You deserve everything that's coming to you. You really do. The universe wants to reward you for working on yourself. So don't ever feel like you need to compare yourself to anyone else or be worried that you're not where you should be. Take everything one day at a time and be happy and grateful and thankful and blessed that you are not where you were six months ago and six months from now, you're not going to be where you are now. You're going to be in a much better space. Just take it one day at a time. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you and I'm super excited because I just ordered uh, some new decks. I have a new deck called The Money Money and the Law of Attraction cards by Esther and Jerry Hicks. And the card I pulled for you is I can make a career of living, living happily ever after. A very good career choice would be to gravitate towards those activities and to embrace those desires that harmonize with your core intentions, which are freedom and growth and joy. Make a career of living a happy life rather than trying to find work that will produce enough income that you can do things with your money that will then make you happy. When feeling happy is of paramount importance to you and what you do for a living makes you happy, you have found the best of all combinations. That is so true. You know, a lot of people say, well, when I have this much money, I'll be happy. No, 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 no. You've got to be happy now, and then all that stuff is going to come to you. So if what you're doing right now isn't making you happy, if you're not feeling fulfilled, it might be time to start thinking about doing something else because the universe wants you to be happy in all ways, and you deserve it. Well, guys, I want to thank you so much for being with me. I want to thank you for allowing me to do what truly makes me happy, which is doing my podcast, doing my Facebook Lives, working with all of you. I absolutely love it. It is my favorite thing to do to work with you. So if you want to work with me, this is the last week to take advantage of the 40% off on all sessions. You can go to my website and look at my price. I don't have the 40% off prices there um, because I figure most people can do math. So just take the price and it's 40% off of that. So if you've ever thought about doing a coaching package or a Reiki package, now would be the great time to do that because 40% off is a good deal. And if you've ever thought about purchasing a Reiki session or a coaching session or past life regression for a friend or family member, the holidays are coming up. What a great gift. And again, 40% off. And I do give gift certificates. So if you'd like to order one as a gift, just let me know. You can go to my website, see what I offer, see a description. And then if you want to work with me, just email me at melissaoatman77 at gmail.com. I cannot put the discounted price on my website 
PayPal does not let me. So I will have to just send you an invoice, which will have the discounted price. So if you want to book a session, just email me or message me and we can take care of it that way. And then you can also make sure you get the time that you want. If you would like to share this podcast with others, I would appreciate that. You can subscribe. You can leave me feedback. I truly appreciate those of you who have already done that. You know who you are, and I thank you so much. You are helping me on my mission to help as many people heal as possible. And don't forget to join me on my Facebook Live. If you follow me on social media, I do go um, live on Instagram, and I do also upload videos to IGTV that where I do like little mini readings. So follow me that so that you can see those. And again, I go live on Facebook Mondays at 530 Central. So follow me there. If you subscribe to my website, then you will receive a free morning and evening meditation as my gift to you. And I am not one of those people who emails you 50 times a day. I hate that. I will not ever do that to you. So there are many ways you can work with me. Go to my website to find out, melissaoatman.com. And if you have any questions at any time, you can always reach out to me. I want to thank you so much for being here with me. I am sending you guys so much love and light. I hope that your day is beautiful and magical, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.